0: You're listening to the DGD Podcast, sponsored by La Touraine. Here's your hosts, Robert Reynolds and Juan Daniels. Welcome back to the DGD Podcast. As always, the NC DGD himself, Robert Reynolds, back at you with another edition of the great DGD Podcast. Today's show brought to you by Lots of Rain Watches. Use code DGD at checkout to get 10% off your purchase site-wide. Also, make sure to join our Discord and subscribe to Patreon, discord.gg forward slash bones brigade, www.patreon.com forward slash DGD podcast. So, you're going to sit there. I'm going to give a shout-out real fast to my guy, Josh Pate, for inspiring this episode. Right. Watched it. uh, Watched the episode. Loved the idea. Uh, So I had to do my own take of the ultimate program. Uh, But I want to put a swing on things and go SEC first. Right. I've been able to do so. I have today uh, my NCAA and the SEC, but I want to focus on SEC first. And then I'll give you my NCAA. Um, Really actually kind of harder than you would think. Um, But nonetheless, but first off, let's go ahead and read the categories first. Uh, The categories are head coach, campus, culture, the chant, uh, the color scheme, the fight song, the mascot, stadium, uh, player entrance, and the stadium environment. So what I want to do is while people are in here, I want your opinions on, you know, whether it be you know, your take on, you know, what I if I did a fight songs and you don't like it, let me know. Right? Let me know. Tell me why I'm wrong or why I'm right. So this is a really good chance for the brigade to engage and let me know what y'all's opinions are on these different categories if you're building your ultimate program. So without further ado, before we do this, Michael Dudley, Go Dogs, Roods, How about them, and Happy Friday. Happy Friday, everybody as well. But without further ado, let's construct DGDU. First things first, I'm going to go ahead and pop the graphic up, but I'm going to give you why. Head coach, simple enough. Alabama's Nick Saban. No question about it. No question about it. This was the easiest piece, period. Easily. Easily. Just, just something about it, something about it. You know, arguably looking at the Grove, uh, a lot of people that I know that's went there have loved the Grove down at Ole Miss, but I'm going with, I'm going, I'm sticking with Georgia. And this is where it gets fun with me. This is where it gets fun, the culture, right? The culture for this, you're looking at Texas A&M. I want you to understand this, the Texas A&M Aggies, has to be the number one answer. Has to be, because you can't spell culture without cult. And we all know that the, the Fighting Aggies are their own little world. It's it's a it's a cult. We, listen, if you're outside of it, I understand it. Like if you're in there, I get it. But I'm just saying, it's it's a cult. And you can't spell culture without cult. They bring the they bring the overall number one answer when it comes to that. There's no question about it. No question asked. LSU. I chose LSU based solely off of neck. period. Solely off of neck. I love – there ain't nothing like neck. If you've never heard of it, make sure you're not around kids. Make sure, you know, you're by yourself. And go take a peek at it and listen to it. It's It's awesome. It really is. It really is. And this is coming from a Georgia fan. But you also sit here – I was also thinking – Alabama, you know, whether it be the Roll Tide, obviously could be um, right up there. Um, you know, thinking about that, right, and also listening to Dixie Land Delight, right, if you've ever heard of that, if they're uh, at Bryant-Denny, the rendition, it's hilarious. It really is. It, it's, it's hilarious, right? Obviously, the Go Dogs comes off the tongue uh, very well. But I had to go with neck. Neck is neck is a spectacle. It really is. Color scheme. I chose Ole Miss and I chose it because of the powder blues. There is nothing like the powder blue color scheme, in my opinion. It's, it's really one of those things that it, it's so it sticks out in such a good way. Right. And listen, Ole Miss's navy blue His color scheme isn't bad at all it's really not but that powder blue is just something about it it's it's awesome it really is and and rude says that he loves the powder blue honestly as well you know listen this i, I would say in my opinion the second color scheme would be lsu lsu's color scheme when you wear those purple jerseys there's something about it that is just insane Right. Insane. It's 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 a beautiful it's just really beautiful when you look at that. And obviously this is hard to do with. With, we know, taking your hat off, right, the red and black hat off, it really is. Um, But moving on to the fight song, you just got to go with Rocky Top, don't you? I mean, really, it's Rocky Top is just one of those things where you've kind of it's one of those songs that you hate them because you hate the fan base but it's catchy in a weird way. It really is. I, all I can remember is from singing it after an interview, after we beat uh, Tennessee, and it stuck. It stuck. <laughs> it stuck. It. it listen, yeah, and, and and Rude's saying, please, God, no records. I, I get it. I get it. You know, but at the same time, you know, I love Glory. I really do. I love, I love our fight song. But it's just catchy. Something about it. It's just catchy. And I, and, I, and I hate myself for doing it sometimes, but it happens. It happens. So moving on from the fight song to the mascot and none other than our own Ugo. Ugo Have to. Have to go with Ugo. Now, there's a case to be made for Mike the Tiger, right? And I get it. I get Mike the Tiger. Listen, ain't nothing scarier than a damn live tiger, okay? Period. But the fact that they retired him from going to the, uh, you know, on to the on in game days, right? They used to take Mike the Tiger and sit him at the uh, visit in the locker room. Now, look, if that was still going on, we'd have a real debate for which one uh, took the top spot. But because they don't do that anymore and they retired that, you have to go UGA here. You just do. Moving on to the stadium, though, give me Bryant Denny, right? It's easy to go it's easy to go Tiger Stadium, right? There's a lot of big stadiums, right? You can look at Kyle Field, even Sanford Stadium. But Bryant-Denny, right? Give me 100,000 plus, right? And the way that stadium is, is presented, it's, it's all striking, it really is. Uh, as much as I hate to say it, uh, it's, it's imposing. And if I'm building a program, give me something like that, give me that mass of a, a structure that's that imposing. and and just see what happens from there moving on to our friends when it comes to player entrance the game cocks down in columbia guys the 2001 space odyssey is a spectacle it as crazy as it sounds it really is and if you've ever watched it you would understand where i'm coming from it's one of those things where they they let the they let the suspense build and then at the right time Boom, all the kids, you know, all the players come out. It, it's just, it's just intense. It really is. You know, obviously looking at player engines, I could also went with Kentucky running through the power tee, right? That's a tradition uh, a lot, you know, since what the 60s, I think it is. But something about that 2001 Space Odyssey is just catchy, right? It's just catchy. And then when they drop the, you know, you've got Cocky sitting there and they drop the, you know, drop the curtain over whatever, and he's in the cage. You know, it's just one of those things. It's just kind of fun to watch. It really is. Um, and Patrick says, "I like my fried chicken hot with four biscuits, especially com- from Columbia," and that is completely fair. Now, moving on to the last, um, you know, to moving on to the last category here, stadium environment. There ain't nothing like LSU stadium environment, right? If you, when you look at Tiger Stadium, the the environment in Tiger Stadium has produced earthquakes. Legitimate earthquakes. So it's almost impossible to take anything outside of LSU here, right? Legitimately, I don't think there's anything like a Saturday night in, in uh, Baton Rouge. There, you can't tell me there is anything different. So when it comes to those, you know, I've, obviously you got to go with Nick Saban here, but you go with Georgia's campus, the culture at AM, give me neck with a powder blue color scheme. Give me Rocky Top, unfortunately. Give me Rocky Top. And I got to go with Ugga. Got to go Ugga. I'm, I'm playing in Bryant-Denny, and I'm, I'm coming out to some uh, 2001 Space Odyssey here. And the stadium environment at, from LSU. You just have to, right? And Patrick Oliver says, that Tiger Island the 50 is badass, too. He can't lie. Yeah, no doubt, dude. That's one of the coolest coolest midfield designs you'll see in college football. Right. It's no hard lines or nothing like that. It just blends into the grass. And I think that could separate it, uh, you know, from most other categories, period. So. Obviously, in the meantime, as you can see here through the graphic, you know, obviously, if you're in the if you're in the chat, let me know what your thoughts are. Um, What categories should be changed? Give me that kind of give me that comment and the feedback. Love to hear what you got there but we're going to switch it over obviously we focused on the uh, the SEC side of things now we're going to rotate this thing to the NCAA right now we're looking at the whole scope of college football right the whole scope not just the region of the southeastern conference this is where it gets tricky and it gets very fun because watching college football so much you you live this nostalgia right the nostalgia growing up watching all these different you know, whether you're watching the Ohio State-Michigan and game or, you know, the Iron Bowl, right? You can see the Rose Bowl coming to play. All these different things are about to come out. So here's where we are. I have to stick with head coach Nick Saban until proven otherwise. There's just no – there. listen, he's the GOAT, and I hate to say it because it's coming from a Georgia fan to Obama, but he's the GOAT. You have to take that. You just, you just can't. You just can't. And I'm going to stick oh, – oops. Yep. Sorry, I'm going to stick with Georgia's campus and the culture at a because there is no culture different than a You have to go with the midnight yell, right? When you look at the midnight yell, midnight yell, the coordination of that just shows you, you know, outside of the coordination, you you have so much coordination in the stadium, right? And that student section and those those uh, yell leaders, things like that. Look, they take this more. It's more. It's bigger than football at that point. It really is. It, it's it's insane. It is. All right. And now we go back to the chant. So, obviously, instead of neck, give me Florida State's war chant, guys. Listen, as I'm wearing the brace polo right now, obviously, honor and opening day yesterday. Listen, I'm just telling you, there is you know, there's this one is difficult. This one is difficult when you sit there and try to uh, categorize things. But the Florida State war chant just means something, right? Like you look at Osceola, Chief Osceola, Renegade right before the guys come out, and it's just one of those things where you get all of the state, all of the stadium sitting there chopping, right? Listen, the Braves could take notes because you have. Like thousands, like tens of thousands of fans at Doe uh, Doe Campbell. Chopping in unison the right way, right? Going to tons of Braves games, you see the chop, but it's never in a unison, right? It's never in unison, and that is where the Braves can take lessons, period. Just the way I'm going to look at it there. So, yes, I'm talking to you, Braves. Take notes. Take notes. Color scheme. There is a a couple – color schemes that you can look at right but one of the most iconic in college football has to be that maize and blue or maize and yellow sorry at uh at, at uh michigan up there in ann arbor right we we have to look at their helmets the helmets are iconic right the helmets are iconic as well right there are trendsetters for that give me that right there and when it comes to the fight zone this one was tough as well what give me USC. There it, it is beyond iconic. It is beyond iconic. I repeat that because growing up in the world of gaming, you have college football, 05, 06, 07, right? You're sitting there, you're getting ready for high school, and all you hear is dun 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 dun. That's all you hear for the most part. And it catches you. It completely mesmerizes you when you hear that. Period. It is beyond iconic, beyond iconic. Now, as we go back, I'm going to read out a comment here from Jay Shipes. Jay Shipes says, "Nick Saban, head coach, man, wears a diaper and won less than half of Natty's when he has had the talented team in the land constantly outcoached by Auburn coaches." Damn, that is a hot take. Look, the only reason why I chose uh, Nick Saban is because he's the goat. I, I don't really know any other reasons why. Jay, I need your opinion on who you would choose for your head coach. Let me know in the comments. I need to know. I need to know this. Look, I'm sticking as well. While we wait for Jay to respond, I want to take this. Obviously, we're sticking with with Ugga. We're sticking with Ugga. You could honestly look. You could honestly look when it comes to mascots. You could look at Texas for Bevo. You can look at um you know there's just several different mascots right i think the question would be that or Bevo, in my opinion but give me ugga just means a lot more (laughs) so apparently (laughs) jay would have to wear you'd have to wear a mask to hear that fight song in socal that's funny (laughs) when we go to stadium i'm going to take my talents up to ohio columbus and go to the horseshoe right there it's a hundred thousand plus and everybody knows it as the uh the horseshoe Right here, you still you look at you know there was a couple stadiums that really intrigued me, and you look at none other than the Big House, or the Rose Bowl, and you know obviously the Rose Bowl is very is iconic in its own right, but give me the horseshoe because I won't I won't I want thousand I want plus in my stadium because that gives you an advantage. As crazy as it sounds, you know you look at other. You know, teams look at look at Stadium in Oregon, right in Eugene, making more with less, right? Sixty thousand people, and they're making it sound as loud as a as a hundred thousand plus stadium at times as well. And so you could have looked at that, but give me a hundred thousand plus, give me a commute, give me a whole town in my stadium, right? And none other iconic than Ohio State's horseshoe, right? You could also look at the uh, the Coliseum for USC, but at the end, I'm taking Ohio State. Moving on to the player entrance, listen, when there when there is something about there there is something about Inner Sandman and watching every single one in Blacksburg jumping around like with chickens with their head cuts off and just listen to how loud that place erupts. Listening to that, right? It's bone chilling. It, it gives you goosebumps. And that's what I want. I want bone chilling. I want goosebumps. And I want a dominating presence. And that is what inner Sandman brings. That's what inner Sandman brings. Because if we're going to hypotheticals here and I'm going in in the horseshoe and I have that entrance, you're talking about 100,000 plus just going absolutely bonkers pre-game, right, getting ready for the game to come in. I'm telling you right now, there is nothing like it in the country. You you could you could look at Howard's Rock and running down the hill uh, over at Clemson as one, but I'm just going to say this right here. In my opinion, inner Sandman is absolutely insane and nothing is going to top that. As Jay says, rubbing Howard's Rock, rubbing Howard's Rock is probably the dumbest things I've seen. Seems kind of sanduskiness. Oh goodness, we're dropping Sandusky in here now. <laughs> we're dropping that. Listen, obviously you look at different pieces of the the categories, right? Uh, you look at the culture, and I think you can look at Penn State as another one, right? The coordination for the whiteout, right? Obviously a super iconic moment. Um, it really is the white. I think everybody and their everybody and their parents know the you know the whiteout. It's just a big deal. Right. It's just one of the biggest deals in college football, let's be honest. But I still have to go with AM because they legitimately make it a cult. It's just the way it is, right? It's just the way it is. And, and yes, Patrick J is on a roll right now. Um, so again, going back to head coach, sticking with, sticking with my guns, going Nick Saban. Give me Georgia's campus. Give me the AM culture. For the NCAA, we're going and we're going with Florida State's war chant on this. With color scheme, uh, color scheme of Michigan, right? That maize and yellow, or the maize and blue, sorry. So, obviously the fight song, "Give me the Trojans, give me the Trojans," and the mascot, gotta stick with stick with my dog Ugo. Gotta do it. We're going with the stadium. We're going with the horseshoe, right? Give me the horseshoe. Give me, give me. The, I want to dot the i as well. Would be nice too. Player entrance, gotta go with Inner Sandman. I'm telling you, if you've never watched it, please do yourself a favor and watch it. It, it's insane. It really is. It's one of it's breathtaking. Uh, and then listen, I cannot take anything away from Tiger Stadium in that Louisiana Saturday night. Okay, just can't do it. Just can't do it. You know, you could look at you look said you Penn State on a whiteout. That's cool. But that's all, that's very few and far between when they do the White House. It's like once or once or maybe twice a year. Every single Saturday in Baton Rouge is off the chain. No questions asked. Period. No questions asked. So in the comments, let me know what you think. Let me know what you think about those. Um, with that being said, guys, next Friday G Day episode. That was going to be fun. Let's tune into that. Uh, have a great weekend. Have a great weekend. And go dogs thanks for listening to the dgd podcast make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast, and to the dgd podcast youtube channel where you can watch live mondays and fridays at noon eastern and don't forget to follow us on twitter at the dgd podcast and check out the website at www.dgdpodcast.com